Welcome to a very special edition of Almost an Hour with Henrik Stenson, presented by Callaway Golf, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Henrik, we're not going to do an hour today, but I did want to get 15 minutes of your time to talk about the big news that has just broken on the 8th of July, 10.30 in the morning uh, on the East Coast. I don't even know where what the time difference is in Sweden. I know what the time difference is in California, but the Ryder Cup has officially been postponed. The Guardian, of course, reported this weeks ago. Other people have reported it. Give me your your first reactions when the news was officially confirmed. Yeah, um, no real uh, surprises, I think, to to pretty high degree. Uh, we we kind of saw this coming. We we've seen the challenges in in many different ways uh, to host the Ryder Cup and and to do it with fans felt like a near near enough impossible task uh, during these times. So. Uh, yeah, I can I can only only support that decision. I think we want to have the Ryder Cup played with the fans, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to to being able to do that next year in uh, in the U.S. instead. All right, a couple points I want to get to. So let's start with fans because you brought it up. Did Team Europe just lose a huge advantage if the Ryder Cup would have been played without fans? It would have been an advantage, I think, for the away team uh, and. Uh, as we know, the the crowds uh, in America might be a little bit more lively than than some of the ones that we've had in um, in Europe over the years as well. Not in, not in terms of supporting the team, but maybe as a distraction or challenge for the away team. So, uh, yeah, no no question, it would have been uh, uh, less of a away ground uh, obstacle to overcome if we would have played it without fans. But we don't want to play the Ryder Cup without fans. It's uh, it's a big part of, of the events and uh, part of the, the challenge to, to win on away grounds uh, is that you, you, you don't only need to beat the, uh, the American team when we're playing in the U.S. You've you got to beat that kind of 13th man as well and, and, uh, and, and be able to, to perform with the, with the crowd um, not really wanting you to perform. The second issue that I wanted to discuss with you was would have been the selection process. And and this to me, I think is as big an issue. The press release didn't really mention it, Henrik, but with, with the European tour, not starting till much after the PGA tour with world ranking points being part of the qualification system. Do you think there would have been a fair way to select a team had they had elected to go on? Or do you think that also factored into the decision to postpone? I don't really think the, the selection process would have paid too much into this, uh, uh, certainly to a degree, but a, a smaller degree. I think the, the bigger things were the safety and, and well-being and, and being able to stage this massive sporting event with with all the stands and all the, uh, the sponsor uh, chalets and, and everything else uh, that goes with the merchandise and, and everything else and having all the people uh, that that comes in for for this event, uh, accommodation and travel and everything else. So I think the the selection process of getting the the twelve guys to to stand on the first tee, uh, I think it's uh, it's a smaller issue. And uh, we would have come up with a with a sensible way to uh, to make sure that it would have been a fair way to to select those players. So um, I wasn't really worried too much on on that part. Uh, and um, uh, it's just going to be slightly different, I guess, between the U.S. and the European side on 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 to make those teams. Uh, there's slight uh, differences in the selection process, and I only know how the European side are going to tackle uh, 
this postponement and uh, it's not going to be any any points to play for for the reminder of 2020 so our lists are frozen uh, they started in September 2019 uh, carried on up until the the cutoff here in in March when when all golf uh, was put to a halt and they will start up again first week in in January 2021 and and continue up until the Ryder Cup uh, so so, so wait, hold, cup. hold on hold on hold on so so we're going to play majors this year we're going to play a PGA um, you know, allegedly U.S. Open at Wingfoot and the Masters, and none of those events will count towards the point process. But they will, they will still count in the world rankings, right? For for nope. that sort, no, they won't. No, nope. it's going to be on the European side. It's going to be the points that were accumulated up until March when we had this big halt. Uh, uh, they stand, and then we just carry on from there from first of January twenty twenty one up until two weeks out uh, in September then uh, mid mid to early September uh, 2021 so nothing that happens from from now up until the end of the year is going to be on the European points uh, uh, yeah that's the decision that that our tournament committee took and uh, I support that as well we, we've said it's going to be complicated it's uh, it, it's kind of more of an optional you know, playing season from from here on until the end of the year, players might not be able to travel due to restrictions, to health reasons, uh, yeah, many different reasons. So um, I'm I'm backing that decision as well, and and then we just kind of carry on, and it will give us 14 roughly months rather than 12 as a qualifying period. But uh, the I'd, I'd say 60% of it is going to be then from 1st of January up until the, the Ryder Cup and, and you will have the guys who, who perform the best in, in 2021. They, they will be the one representing Europe at the, at the Ryder Cup in September there. All right. Well, I'm looking at the standings right now and, and you're listed. The European Tours website lists you on the bubble. So that, I mean, that has to be an uncomfortable position. You're currently 13th with 447.01 European points and 62.51 World points, GMAX right ahead of you, Matthias Schwab and Marcus, is it Kinholt? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Marcus uh, Schinholt. Schinholt. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, my, my biggest chances would always be to qualify on the uh, on the world point list. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm about 10 world ranking points outside as it stands. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, I'm in a decent position. I mean, the win at, at the, the Hero World Challenge in December certainly gave me a big chunk of, of those points that I have. And, I'll be uh, I'll be ready to uh, to top up some more points when uh, when January comes and uh, see if I can qualify for the team for a sixth time. Yeah, and uh, what happens to all these great bits of merchandise and team gear that said 2021 on it I mean, or 2020 on it? I mean, those those have got to be like collectors' items now. You know, I'm 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 a medium if you have any extras laying around. Yeah, no, we'll we'll see if we can get any. I don't know how much has been produced. Uh, uh, I, I would imagine that some of it uh, certainly yeah. has been produced already. Yeah. So collector's uh, items. There's, yeah, there's going to be uh, some with the wrong year on it, but uh, well, that, that's kind of a rhyme, isn't it? Some with the wrong year, but it's still some great gear, and then you can take it on from there. Oh, I thought you were going to take it on from here. <laughs> I thought you were going to continue it there. All right. Uh, just a couple more questions about the Ryder Cup. So the big news today: the Ryder Cup has been postponed. Um, 
what has the vibe been or what was the vibe prior to this announcement between, you know, I'm assuming that this wasn't done in a vacuum. The European tour, uh, clearly we see it in the results uh, as you guys seem to come together so closely knit as a team. I'm assuming this was obviously with some leadership, but a collective issue. How involved were you in the, the process, whether it's through text messages with your teammates or with your captain? What was the process like in these last couple of weeks knowing that we were coming to this day? No, the the process obviously been with the with the European tour with the the, the Ryder Cup uh, Europe uh, together with the PGA of America and and they all been working closely together to to try and I mean they they wanted to make this happen but it's just not doable in in this uh, in uh, during these circumstances and in these situations so uh, uh, I, I I haven't been very much involved at all uh, I just been been trying to obviously get the information when, whenever it's been available and and uh, like I said my my part in this uh, I've been through the European Tour uh, tournament committee where we um, came to a unanimous decision on on postponing the the qualification up until first of January and carry that on for for uh, for next year and and uh, just trying to make it as as fair of a qualification process as possible really and uh, yeah harder than that i've just been awaiting the news really and uh, I, I think at one point it was 30 or 40 different processes uh, uh, that they were juggling at the same time uh, trying to make this all come together and and that's obviously very hard to do so uh, yeah I, I don't think it was any surprising news uh, sad news in a way but again uh, these things happened uh, apparently, and uh, you know we just have to try and uh, try and have a great 2021 with with the Ryder Cup, and then Presidents Cup uh, were were kind enough or uh, were able to to move one year further down the road as well. So uh, so everything's kind of lined up uh, the way it used to be before 9/11. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. I was I was going to say, you know, I worked the post, uh, you know, 9-11 Ryder Cup, I used to do the USA Network um, telecast when they had the first day back back in the day in the Belfry. We moved a year because of 9-11. And yeah. obviously the President's Cup wasn't a thing then, and it just wasn't that big a deal, and they just moved it. But remember, everyone was like, oh my God, you can't move that. The Ryder Cup's always in odd years. Well, now we're going back to that. So uh, there's some type of... Uh, Normalcy that's coming to that. All right, I have two more questions for you, and then we'll let you go because I know today is a very busy day in your schedule, and I appreciate the extra couple minutes. Um, and please don't take it out of our regularly scheduled pod, which will be next Thursday. Uh, I'm assuming you're not going to use this as an added deduction of time. But, yeah, it will be. It will only be 44 minutes next oh uh, next Thursday. I knew that was coming. What is this going to do to your playing schedule? Uh, it won't do too much, really. Um, I think uh, my fall would would have looked pretty much the the same way uh, with or without this uh, uh, possibly adding a, an event at some point and uh, it was going to be down to to seeing if if we could play the Ryder Cup this fall uh, and seeing what the qualification process uh, were going to look like like we discussed I'm I'm just a a handful or a couple of handfuls of points outside so um, it, it could have been the case of, of making an extra little push here if, if needed to and add one or two events uh, since I haven't started up yet uh, uh, to try and give myself better chances for qualifying. But that, that will not happen now. And uh, I'm just going to go about my fall uh, the way I w- 
we like to see it and, and prepare for these big events uh, that we hopefully now can can look forward to and uh, and then be ready for 2021 to, to play my normal schedule again. Great. And then last question, do you think that this will improve our relationship that we don't have to battle over uh, Team Europe versus the United States for the Ryder Cup for another year? Do you think this gives us a chance to, to build such a solid foundation that we can kind of go our separate ways for one week and come back with, with no hard feelings no matter who wins? Uh, no, I think our relationship is still going to be very much frosty and, and uh, distance, uh, distant like it is, but uh, who knows? Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to be an optimist, and I'm going to say that this extra year will help us. So if nothing else, we have that to look forward to. Henrik Stenson, thanks so much for a quick little pop-up podcast. Of course, you can listen to all the episodes here in the podcast feed, Almost an Hour with Henrik Stenson, presented by Callaway Golf. Um, we will be back a week from tomorrow. So let's do the math. That would be the 16th, I believe, of July with a normal now 43-ish minute podcast because Henrik has subtracted <laughs> 15 minutes from this one. But we do want to hear your questions, so make sure you ask the Iceman. Go to Henrik's social feeds, at Henrik Stenson, and uh, ask some questions, and you can win a T-shirt. And maybe we'll find yep. some some 2020 Ryder Cup gear to send to people as well. Who knows? Thank you, Henrik, so much for your time today, and uh, thanks Thank for, for providing some clarity to our listeners about the Ryder Cup. I, I don't know if it was any clarity, but we we, we, we tried. We did. We always try our best.